Hey, what's going on? It's Jermichael Jordan, and I want to welcome you back to my podcast, Decoded. Listen, I just uh, wanted to let you know how blessed and uh, thankful I am for all of you who have been listening to this podcast well, for the last few weeks. I tell you, it's been amazing to hear the testimonies and and the and this experiences that people have been having and the blessings that they've been receiving just by listening uh, to these things every week. I tell you, uh, it's been a journey to get to this point of, of number one, doing the podcast, but it's also been a journey uh, sitting down and reflecting over all the things that I've been through uh, to share those jewels and those gems that I've accumulated over my life. Uh, in a way to where that I can share them with you. One thing that I wanted to do today is I wanted to do the podcast a little bit differently. Uh, today, I wanted to be uh, more. Um, I wanted to be more personal with you. Uh, with this podcast today, I wanted to share some things with you that I do believe might be able to help you and encourage you where you might be in your life. One thing that I do know is that when we go through certain things in life, we sometimes feel like there is nobody who can identify with what we're going through. There's no one who can uh, relate to the experiences that we've had. And it's one thing that I do know is that whether you're young or old, you're going to experience a moment in your life where you go through a valley, where you have a valley experience. Because the truth is, there is no way to navigate through life without receiving a few bumps and bruises along the way. Life often allows us to experience extremely high mountaintops. And it's at these, these top of the mountains experiences that we, we experience happiness, joy, and contentment. It's when everything just feels right. Like everything is in divine alignment, if you will. It could be getting a new job, a new promotion, a new relationship or the birth of a child. And the list could go on and on for new developments and new things that bring exciting happiness to us. But it's also during these times that we can get too comfortable and relax. And before we know it, we find ourselves slipping on a rock called life and we tumble down the steep mountain, landing hard into a deep, dark and lonely valley. And nobody likes being in dark, lonely valleys. You see, after many years of navigating through various valleys myself, I can attest that it is our valley experiences that ultimately add substance and value to our character and who we end up becoming. You see, valleys are meant to be the places of shedding and removing, the places of getting to know oneself, the place of forgiving and healing, the place where mental and physical strength and grit is built, the valley is the place where faith is established. The valley is often a cold, dark and desolate place. It's a place that's deserted and, and scarce of resources that we usually cling to when in trouble or in need. In the valley, the path is never straight and the ground is never stable. It feels like everything is always shifting around you. In the valley, there are muddy places where we can get stuck. Holes in which we can fall into. Dangerous coyotes and wolves that we call friends or family. They begin to surround us every day and they creep along behind and beside us waiting for us to make a mistake so they can take advantage. The valley can be a place that is very scary. The valley is the backdrop and location that forces us to come face to face with our pain. 
inside the valley. Social media services <laughs> doesn't connect you. Uh, so you can't post the fake smiling pictures and quotes that we so often hide behind to cover up the fact that we're really hurting on the inside and battling tough situations and our own insecurities. Inside the valley, there never seems to be a place to go for or go to for relief. No friends we feel that we can trust or depend on. No entertainment that can distract us long enough to forget the fact that we are in a valley. There are no liquor stores that are open. There are not enough pills or drugs that we can drink or pop to numb the emotional, mental, physical pain and fatigue that we are experiencing. It's just us. Our thoughts. The many questions that we have as we travel along in the dark is where tough questions fight to get answers within our own soul. The valley isn't an attractive place. So most of the time we try our best to avoid visiting it at all costs, not realizing that it's these vulnerable and personal moments that cause us to uncover the scars of our past. The secrets we swept under the rug, the valley reveals our weaknesses and addresses the things we have tried to forget. But the truth is these moments and these experiences are what truly makes us who we are. It's the good, the bad and the ugly. You see, I know this to be true because I myself have experienced these same valley moments many times in my life. There were times when I didn't know where to turn, what to do, who to trust or what was next in my life? Everything that I had dreamed about, depended on and put my trust in seemed to fall apart in front of my own eyes and in my very own hands. I can recall my last and most trying valley experience just a few years ago. Uh, I had just graduated from college a few years prior and I had saved a little money. My wife and I at the time were involved in a long distance relationship we had been doing the long distance things for a few years, traveling back and forth to visit one another. You know how it goes. She lived in Memphis. I lived in Chattanooga and we would make the five and a half hour drive every month back and forth. But after a while, the traveling gets old. Uh, not only that, it gets expensive. So I made a decision that fall of 2004. I made the decision to put an end to the long distance and I proposed to her. It was amazing. I'm, I'm telling you, if I could have got a report card for uh, my proposal, I would have got an A plus because I did that thing. Y'all, uh, I had remembered in a conversation, she always said that she wanted a photographer to capture the moment. And so I hired a photographer to kind of play it off. And I met her in a park and they took pictures of the entire thing. I, I made reservations at the Ritz Carlton and had a fancy dinner. It was a, a mountaintop experience. We were excited to start the next phase of our life. We had no idea what to expect. But what I did know is that I was up for the challenge. So I thought. <laughs> you see, not long after that and not long after we said I do, uh, things took a very unexpected turn. I ended up losing my job and eventually having to sell many of my personal belongings just to stay afloat. I was hurt. You should have seen me. I, if you know me, then you know I'm a huge sneaker head. And however, I, I ended up having to sell some of my favorite shoes. And that hurt me so bad. I'm telling you, losing a job was one thing. But to lose a pair of retro threes was heart wrenching. Not long after losing my job, among other things, my wife comes and tells me that 
she's pregnant. So here I am, no job, no income, no form of resources and no guarantees. I felt like the weight of the world had fallen onto my shoulders and I tried. I mean, I mean, I tried to hold it up. But after a while, the weight began to crush me. For months, I searched for a job and couldn't secure anything. It was it was embarrassing. I was ashamed. However, showing it, it wasn't an option for me. Not at that time. I mean, I had just gotten married, just asked this woman to uproot her life and follow me, only to have to tell her a few months later that I was jobless. I can remember going to all the people that I knew and, and had a, a relationship with uh, due to other business that I have done in the past. And I went with them, play, be, begging and pleading with them, uh, you know, could you give me a job? And I even reached out to people who I had actually helped myself find work for in the past. I helped them get jobs. It was the most humbling experience in my life. I went to temp service after temp service. I filed, uh, filled out application after application. Till this day, I still get emails in my inbox from temp services sending me potential jobs. And to be honest, it, it makes my stomach turn because it takes me back to a time that nothing was working for me and my life felt less than worthy. Needless to say, nobody I knew could help me. Every promise that they made me fell through. And so out of desperation, I ended up getting a small job that paid me literally, literally less than minimum wage. I mean, bare minimum, less than minimum wage. But they worked me twice as hard and twice as long as a corporate job would. I regret to say that this time put a real strain on my marriage. And every day it seemed like I just kept getting further and further into the darkness there. Uh, there were nights where the stress, the anxiety and fear of what might happen kept me up at night. I would have random panic attacks throughout the day. I lost so much weight during that time. But while I was losing physical weight in one area, I was also picking up some some weight in another. You See, I began to start drinking pretty heavily, literally like almost every day. I was in a place of hurt and I was too ashamed to tell anyone what was really going on. You see, I had a facade that I had to keep. I, I couldn't let people know that I was struggling or I was going through anything. I, I was usually the voice of reason. I was the one that, that spoke hope to other people. I was a minister, for God's sake. I mean, can I can remember being angry with God during that time, asking him, why would he allow this to happen to me after all that I've done for him in his name? Why would he allow me to struggle? Why was there nobody around me to help me after all I had done for others? felt so alone. This valley experience would go on for a couple years. But during this time, I, I was extremely depressed and bitter. I constantly had suicidal thoughts. It felt like everyone around me was having their mountaintop experience. And here I was stuck in the valley, left to lick my own wounds. It wasn't until I heard a sermon preached on YouTube that changed my life forever. It was the words within that message that spoke exactly to the pain and place I was in. It was when I heard the message that I realized that I had been looking at my situation with the wrong perspective the entire time. You see, the reason I had been in my valley experience for so long was because I kept replaying my experience in my head and asking the question, why would God allow this to happen to me? Instead of considering the fact that maybe God allowed this to happen for me. 
not as a punishment, but rather for development, growth and maturity, which I desperately needed during that time. Perhaps he allowed me to endure a season of feeling deserted by family and friends to to show me that I didn't necessarily need them as much as I thought I did. I didn't need them as much as I needed him. Maybe he allowed me to go through a season of feeling misunderstood so that I could grasp the fact that even though there were moments of anger and frustration and anxiety that I was having, he understood and still cared for me even through that. Maybe God allowed me to go through a season of feeling hopeless so I could realize that he was my hope. That time in my life truly was a valley experience. But it was a time in which my faith became strong. A time when I got closer to God. It was a time when he became real to me, not just as a figure that I read about in my dusty Bible. You see, for years I had preached and spoke and encouraged others about what it meant to trust God and how uh, he would come through in the nick of time. But it wasn't until I had to actually trust the same words that I had given to others that he became real to me. And I'm telling you, uh, during that time, although it was stressful and frustrating, I never missed a meal. He never allowed a bill to go unpaid. He never allowed my wife or my son at the time to be homeless or outdoors. He took care of us. It was not an unco- it was not a comfortable thing. It was not a a guaranteed thing every day that we we thought we knew the answer to. But he just wanted us to trust him. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't tell you any of this for sympathy or for it to sound like it's past tense, because truth is, I still struggle with a lot of these things. There are still situations and issues that happened during that time that remain unresolved to this day. But what I can tell you is I'm better. I'm 110 percent better. What I can tell you is that I have learned to find value in me. I have learned how to take my insecurities and use them as an advantage rather than a crutch. You see, I stopped saying woe is me and why not me? You see, my valley experiences may have broken me in ways and places that are still in the process of healing, but my view of them is quite different. And I realize that my valley isn't a death sentence, but rather a place of resurrection that has the ability to come back to life. So that everything that I thought was dead inside of me, it actually lives. You see, we're all going to go through valley experiences. But the most reassuring thing about being in the valley is that it is always hidden behind large hills or a large mountain. That makes it nearly impossible to see above or or, or, or a view above our own vantage point or point of view. And though the valley may cause us to get discouraged and want to give up because we see no way out from the level that we're standing in at the moment. We can always choose to build up the courage and strength to ditch the valley and climb the mountain that stands beside us. And if we do that, we will discover that just above the hill or just above the mountains is freedom. Above the mountains is new ground and territory, new scenery, blue skies, green grass, beautiful flowers. Above the valley is new life, new joy, new opportunity and experiences. But to truly enjoy or fully appreciate any of that, 
you must first experience the valley. So remember, don't despise your valleys, but embrace them and recognize that they only add to your value. I love you and I'm rooting for you. Just know that your story isn't over, but it's just beginning. Until we chat again, remember to continue to decode your greatness. There's value after your valley. I love you. Talk to you soon.